Hello and welcome to the Raw Central podcast from rawcentral.co.uk. I'm Lydia Starbuck, news editor. I am Monique Blocks, the assistant editor. And I'm Brittany Barger, the deputy editor. And this is our first podcast of 2020 and we've got quite a lot to talk about and it's all about one couple because... We're recording this less than 24 hours after the Duke and Duchess of Sussex took absolutely everybody by surprise, including their own family and the Queen, by announcing they are stepping back from their position as senior royals because they want to become financially independent and do things differently. We'd love to hear your opinions. You can find us on social media, uh, at Royal Central on Twitter, royal.central on Instagram. So should we start at the very, very beginning? How surprised were we by this statement? I was very surprised. <laughs> I mean, we had been hearing, you know, rumors that they were wanting to, you know, maybe live in Canada and everything and things like that. But I was thinking more of, you know, would they, would the Queen make Harry Governor General or, or something like has been done in the past? I was yeah. not really expecting that. And then to get the message that the Queen and Char- Prince Charles and everyone had no earthly idea. I mean, fl- I'm, I was flabbergasted. Yeah, I think that's probably the most shocking aspect of it, isn't it? Because this all yeah. picked up on Instagram around tea time in the UK on January the 8th. So what, around lunchtime with you, Brittany? Early evening, Mo? It was around 2 yeah, o'clock yeah. Eastern time. But it just appeared on Instagram, didn't it? I, I saw an Instagram alert come up and there was that photograph of them from their engagement. I'm thinking, why are they, why are they showing a photo of their engagement? And then started reading it. It's like, oh my goodness me, oh my goodness me, oh my goodness me, I was not expecting this. But at that point where you see a statement saying we're stepping back from our life as senior royals, I presumed it mm. came with the blessing of the Queen and the Prince of Wales and the yeah. Duke mm-hmm. of Cambridge and we would just be given further details as they saw fit to announce them. But then... Within a couple of hours came that yeah. bombshell statement from the palace. I mean, it was very carefully worded. It was very short, but it cut to the quick, didn't it? Yeah. Very early stages. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's bizarre, really, to release a statement like this without even consulting the Queen or the Prince of Wales. It's just it's madness, really. Like, how, how, did they, how did they expect this to go? What kind of response were they envisioning when they put this out there? It's just, I don't know. I can't even wrap my wrap my head around it yet. I know they said that, you know, it had been months of consideration and, and thought, which I'm sure it has been. But did they really think through the repercussions of the announcement? And, you know, if they're going to live between the UK and North America, what about security? The price of security. Okay, so the Met Police cover them. And I've saw, I saw this argument on Twitter. Are they going to have Met Police t- come with them to North America? So then they're going to have to exchange them out or have some permanently be stationed there. The price for that, you know, is going to be end up being pretty high. Yeah. And if they're in Canada, you know, if they got Canadian police, that's going to be paid for, you would assume, by Canadian taxpayers because they're part of the Commonwealth and that's their royal family. However, if they're in California with Meghan's mom, we don't have a monarchy. They're, the British monarchy is just, you know, what Americans follow. 
So they're they're going to be forking that out on their own. And that's or a lot of things were thought out. Yeah, I think that's the issue because this statement, like we said, it was released and you presumed all the details would follow, but it became pretty clear very quickly that that it was just kind of their their initiative. And it's led to a lot more questions than answers, hasn't it? There doesn't seem to be an answer to nearly any any of the questions that have been raised by this. Like you say, their security. They've said that they're going to carry on living at Frogmore Cottage as their base in the UK, but we don't know where they want to live when they go to North America. We don't know how they're going to assert their financial independence. All of these questions have been asked and there doesn't seem to be any solution to them. And I think it's causing quite a lot of frustration. With being financially independent, are they going to do book deals? Are they going to do public speaking? Is Megan going to, you know, dip her toes back into acting? We, we don't know. Like, what, what, what is going to be that financial independence? It's going to be very interesting to see what they, what they come up with. Or, I, you know, what, what's decided, I should say. And I think because of the way it's all happened... Even 24 hours ago, before this became a situation, you presumed there was some kind of conversation always going on with other members of the royal family. We had the documentary, the ITV programme in October, where they talked about the sadness and the unhappiness they both experienced um, because of pressures since they got married. And that felt as if they'd done that off their own back to a certain extent. However, there was always a presumption that were they to do something enormous like step back from being senior members of the royal family there would be negotiation involved and there would be some kind of rules set around it however the way this has happened makes you think that absolutely anything's on the table now it just it looks like they've made this plan in their head and just put it out there it's it's just they did they didn't think it through and uh it just shows in the entire statement and and the website as well i i believe it was you Brittany, who mentioned that there were actually several errors on the website as well I think that was website. Lydia. That was Lydia. Oh, Lydia, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, well, should we talk about the website? Because we got the statement, then we got confirmation that Buckingham Palace didn't know anything about the statement, at which point you're thinking, my goodness, this is a bit of a mess. And then, yeah. as part of that statement, they said, as you do on Instagram, and as we're trying to encourage people to do on the Royal Central Instagram, follow the link <laughs> in yeah. our bio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bio, yeah. <laughs> and they have a brand new website, Sussex Royal. Yeah. Palm, I think, is what it's called. And we tried yeah. to get on it, and there were so many people trying to get on it, you couldn't access it. So actually, reading what was on the website only became possible once we found out that Buckingham Palace had no idea that this statement was going to be made. And the website itself is very interesting because yeah. there are sections on there where they say they want to carry on supporting the monarchy. That's where the mistakes are so we'll come back to that in a moment but there's also some very interesting sections about how they'll be funded and how they'll deal with the media and that's gone on to cause further resentment because in the funding section they're quite specific aren't they they talk about the money they get at the moment they say only five percent of it comes from the sovereign grant they're giving that up so they can go off and seek their own financial independence however 95 percent of their office costs come from the duchy of cornwall and that's going to stay exactly as it is yeah so how does that work? <laughs> I know. The Duchy of Cornwall is the estate that belongs to the heir to the throne, isn't it? So the heir to the yeah. throne practically comes Duke of Cornwall. If they're a boy, if they're a girl, no. But a boy, a male heir to the British throne, becomes Duke of Cornwall. Back in the 14th century, Edward III obtained, shall we say, the Duchy of Cornwall. And 
attached it to the office of heir and it provides an income for the heir to the throne for their public and their private duties however it's mm -hmm. it's not really a private income is it i mean it that, that see that's the thing that's what it's kind of left out of what's written on that website but it's kind of like the fine print at the bottom of a <laughs> bottom of it some page yeah yeah that's a good way of putting it it's just kind of like and there's this presumption that the the money will continue to flow from the duchy of cornwall i mean i don't mm. think thinks that prince charles who is a very loving father is going to cut his child off without a penny but that is money that supports his royal office and if his younger son has decided he wants to effectively be a private citizen or less of a public figure and he wants to make his own money Will the Prince of Wales feel it's a good use of, of that royal money to keep supporting an office that's also making money elsewhere? Exactly. I mean, I think yeah. that's one of, I mean, that, that, that's a excellent question and a question a lot of people are going to be asking. There's also a really interesting section on there, isn't there, about the media um, and how Harry and Meghan plan to deal with media coverage in the future. They're setting their stall out very early in this new chapter of their lives. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they plan to include more local media, which I think is a good idea because the royal rota right now seems pretty limited to a certain number of people, and it's always the same people. So, I guess that's a good idea. But why couldn't they have done that as HRH, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex? That's it's just it seems weird. Uh, they have um, a few points on their website about how their new phased approach, as they call it will be settled mm -hmm. into and it says number one engage with grassroots media organizations and young and up-and-coming journalists number two invite specialist media to specific events and engagements to give greater access to their cause-driven activities widening the spectrum of news coverage number three provide access to credible new media outlets focused on objective news reporting to cover key moments and events Number four, continue to share information directly to the wider public via their official communication channels. And number five, no longer participate in the Royal Rota system. Mm -hmm. Now, what I found interesting when you scroll down, they took a little jab at royal correspondence in, mm -hmm. a, in a section. Um, saying Britain's royal correspondents are regarded internationally as credible sources. This misconception propels coverage that is often carried by other outlets around the world, amplifying frequent misreporting. Regrettably, stories that may have been filed accurately by royal correspondents are also edited often and rewritten, rewritten by media and editorial teams to present false impressions. I suppose that's a dangerous game to play, isn't it? Because mm. at the end of the day, they need media coverage. And I know some of their fans, you see quite a lot of them on social media, will say, well, they're bigger than the royal family. They're bigger than the institution. They can generate interest by themselves. I wonder if in a brave new world, without the trappings of the royal establishment around them, how true that is and how long it would remain true exactly it just uh, i think there's no denying that they've had a tough time with the media and that this is a way to take back control but i'm not sure if this is the way to do it yeah i mean ultimately it's kind of like how do you control people talking about you if you're in the public eye it yeah. happens to absolutely everybody and as as you were highlighting there Brittany, they're talking about 
making sure that articles aren't misreported and they don't want things misquoted, but you can't control that. I mean, no. there's a lot of media out there. There's a lot of internet out there. If people want to pick something up and misquote it, they will, you, you, you know, unless you've got people monitoring things 24 hours a day and even then stuff's going to slip through the net. It makes you wonder, right. as you were saying, Mo, whether this is just kind of like a wish list that's not been thought through, but mm. now there for the whole world to pull apart. Yeah. And I and, and that shows that they've really not talked this through at all with the with the rest of the royal family because it it's it's a, it's a fantasy really it's uh, I don't think it's ever gonna work they're never gonna be normal as much as they wanted it's it's just not gonna work like they wanted to he was he was born royal it's it doesn't change anything exactly and I mean I suppose that's the other issue we which we mentioned the mistakes before we move on from the website because I don't know if they've been removed I've not looked at the website for a couple of hours but there was a section on there talking about supporting the monarchy in which they mentioned the queen being crowned in 1952 um, and there were also a huge amount of commas I have to say my the 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 kind of grammar pedant <laughs> they got slight slightly annoyed by the the constant use of her majesty comma the queen it's like where's this random comma come from put it away I've got interested <laughs> I know the British like that comma, but come on, stop it. <laughs> it, it does show as of right now, Her Majesty, comma, Queen Elizabeth II is sovereign and was crowned monarch in 1952 when she was just 25 years old. So it does still say. So 1952, the coronation was 1953 and she was 27 by the time she was crowned. I suppose in the great scheme of things, that is extremely minor because what we're talking about is the royal family facing an unprecedented situation as they begin 2020 all these unanswered questions we're trying to cover many of them on royalcentral.co.uk including some of the constitutional implications because there are constitutional yeah. implications i mean at the moment as we understand it right now were prince george to end up on the throne and it would be a catastrophic set of circumstances that nobody would ever even want to imagine however if george is called to rule tomorrow, Harry would be regent, according to the Regency Act. And given that he's just said he doesn't want to be a senior royal anymore. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Well, I guess uh, if, if we do it like the Dutch, we could always have uh, the Duchess uh, come in to help the Duchess of Cambridge. I mean... So we need a new Regency Act. I mean, Harry's also a councillor of state. They came in in the Regency Act of 1937. Um, they're five senior royals who the Queen can delegate her powers to on a temporary basis. One of them is always her consort, Prince Philip, 98, just back from hospital. The other four are the most senior adults in the line of succession, so the Prince of Wales, the Duke of Cambridge, the Duke of Sussex and the Duke of York. And she appoints two councillors of state if she needs to delegate her powers. It's not the greatest checklist in the world as it is. Prince Philip is poorly. Prince Andrew, as we know, had to retire from public life last November because of his relationship with the convicted sex offender, Jeffrey Epstein. Now mm -hmm. the Duke of Sussex says he doesn't want to be a senior royal anymore. The Queen better not get sick. Exactly. <laughs> but if, if we go back to Queen Victoria, um, Mo, you did a series on your website last last yeah. year to honor queen victoria for two what would have been her 200th birthday the <laughs> regency yeah. act for of 1810 30. Yeah. 1830 30. okay um yeah. it had to where if before victoria turned 18 that she was called to rule her mother was going to be acting as regent 
So yeah. it's it's not unheard of, you know, for if God forbid that were to be George for the Duchess Duchess of Cambridge, you know, to be listed as such. But let's hope we never have to get to that that yeah. point. Obviously, but I, I think it will be a, a good change uh, in any case, especially since he doesn't want to be a senior royal anymore. I think it will be a, a be good change. This. Yeah, it would because, it, like you say, it seems really archaic that mm. a mum wouldn't be involved in guiding her own child. Yeah. And especially if he's really young. Yeah. The responsibility yeah. might fall to someone who doesn't want to be a senior senior royal anymore, and and. It's again coming back to the unanswered questions. It's just this, this. It just feels like a big mess, doesn't it? I'm, I'm still, I'm still reeling a bit. I, I find that I, I'm very unable to form my opinion. Also, because there's just so much that we don't know yet, and we're just waiting for more stuff to become clear and for more statements to be released. I guess from Buckingham Palace or Sussexes. I don't know. Yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? It's like you say, we're kind of waiting to hear the next royal announcement, but. It also feels, doesn't it, that now the Sussexes have done this, another announcement from them, they're almost, well, they have become kind of the rogue element, have they? It's, yeah. if they make another declaration, what happens with that? Do people immediately go and check it with Buckingham Palace or do they accept what they've said? They've put themselves yeah. in an awkward situation. Yeah. Uh, I think the best thing right now is just to wait for a statement from Buckingham Palace to see um, where... Well, they've mentioned the negotiations, so I guess those are still ongoing to uh, confirm what is the what what the conclusion is if they ever get there. And uh, I guess that would be the most sensible thing to do. Yeah, it's absolutely dominated royal news, hasn't it? Since it yeah. happened, and it's going to dominate for for days, uh, weeks, possibly months to come. Exactly. I mean, that's that's the thing. Yeah. As Buckingham Palace said, these are complicated issues. It's early stages. At the same time, royal life has to go on, doesn't it? And you can only imagine they'd want some kind of quick resolution because the royal diary's starting up again. When Princess Anne's out at work at the moment, no one's going to doorstep her about it. You wouldn't you wouldn't be sticking a microphone in her face saying, what do you think, would you? Because you know what would happen to you. But over the coming weeks, we're going to see William, Kate, Charles, Camilla all back out on the royal beat and if this mm. is still hanging over them, it makes their work very difficult. And what I also wonder is Charles has, you know, it has been discussed for a while that Charles wants a slimmed down monarchy, which was to be his children, William and Harry, their spouses and his grandchildren. Well, now that Meghan and Harry want to step back as senior royals, when Charles becomes king, under his slim down monarchy idea that would leave obviously himself camilla william and kate because george i'm assuming will still be a child at the time that charles ascends the throne so that would be just four senior members working members of the royal family so how does we have to ask how does how this impacts his ideas so does he look back now and say okay my plan had been for my son's grandchildren everything obviously the duke of york is of no worry does he now say okay i'm gonna have to alter my slim down monarchy idea and look at his brother edward and look at his sister anne and say okay 
you two and obviously the Countess of Wessex, you all will stay as working members of the royal family because we need you. Mm. Because that would be just at least Sophie and Edward would replace Harry and Meghan and then Anne would just be one extra person. I I I think he's I almost think he would have to do it. This is one of one of the many questions that we're gonna need an answer to in the next days, weeks, months. Well, all of those questions and any potential answers you'll find on royalcentral.co.uk, also on our social media, Twitter at Royal Central, Instagram royal.central. We'll have another podcast for you very soon. I expect we may well be talking about the same yeah. situation. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye.